0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Gent's Talk. Uh coming to you from the beautiful studio here in Toronto, Startwell. Um coming from the Startwell Studios in beautiful Toronto. I thought I had that <laughs> right, but I messed that up. But that's okay. Um because you guys know where we're coming from. Uh, of course, we got to shout out our our presenting sponsor, Belova, for for always hooking us up and taking care of us. Uh, today we have a guest who has created probably some of the most wholesome content I have ever seen uh, online. And uh, you take, and I'm going to let you introduce yourself in a moment, but you take ordinary individuals and you share their extraordinary stories and you do that through film and you really capture the essence of who they are and the positivity that they bring into the world. So Hamza Aziz... (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Aziz. That's Aziz. <laughs> for those who don't know, I messed it up on the first take, but you're not going to see that. Um, how are you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Welcome. Uh, we're glad to pleasure. have you. Pleasure. Pleasure being you here. You reached out to stand. us on, on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, so for those who, who reach out to us on socials, we do see them. We do respond where we can. But you reached out and you shared your story and we saw the content you were producing and we said we had to get you in because the the content that you put out is... One that really, really, it's called the What Motivates You What account. Motivated You, yep. Yeah, Motivated You. What okay. Motivated You, yeah. Maybe we start there. What motivated you to create that account? Oh. So um, during the summertime, I
1: was uh, going through a very hard time mentally. And um, I found that when I'd go on social media, I would see all these, like, motivational videos where, like, you know, there'd be, like, background music and, like, motivational speakers just talking and it kind of like goes with the music i'm just like i was going through a very hard time and I'd, I'd just be on like tiktok or instagram reels or youtube shorts and i'll see those videos and they kind of did uplift me and so i found that you know that um uh i wanted to create a uh, a platform for um other people i want to show uh, especially coming from my immigrant household where uh, my dad w- worked a regular job making 40k a year i want to show that people working regular jobs you know i, w- I want to show people that other people that do also work regular jobs that what motivates the people that do those jobs. So that's why I started that.
0: Wow. And the account has blown up. Yeah. So you're, you just passed, I saw in your stories recently, you just passed a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yes. Which is incredible to do. Take it from yeah. us. We know how hard the struggle is. It's incredible <laughs> to do. Yeah. And your, your, your account's growing on Instagram. It's growing on Facebook. It's growing on on where else do you post so I, I try to post on four platforms so i post on facebook instagram
1: tiktok and youtube youtube short youtube shorts right, yeah. yeah so yeah I, well i tell everyone this you have to make, make sure you post on all platforms because you never know right and it's been it's been doing well on every single platform so far so uh, it's amazing and i'm truly blessed because on youtube originally that what i found was that with youtube when you post on youtube it's uh for youtube to understand your who your audience is it takes a couple of weeks because they go through all your shorts and then it kind of like the algorithm looks into it and they see who your like suggested audience is and then all of a sudden after a couple of weeks they just pump out your videos and so that's what happened to me originally i was getting like 500 views to a thousand views like everyone else was and then one day one of my videos just like went to five million views within like five hours and i was like what's going on so then there was a snowball effect and then all my other videos started blowing up and then i was getting like i had a video that got to 20 20 million views within like two days and i'm like wow it's insane and uh within two months i've gone i'm at 154k subscribers today so
0: 154
1: yeah i was at 100k two days ago and yeah I'm at 154k today <laughs> And uh, it's insane. Send some of those, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's amazing because it it feels good to obviously get all those followers and uh, subscribers, but the comments that I get, um, people that are working regular day jobs, they're commenting saying, like, this really uplifted my day and motivated me because they can kind of relate to where all the other people that I interview are coming from, right? So
0: So maybe talk us through, or for those who don't know your videos yet, exactly what the video does.
1: In terms of like, like
0: so that you talk to ordinary yeah. people and you ask them what kind of questions.
1: Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I, I want to show people because I come from an immigrant household where my, my, we immigrated from Pakistan to Canada back in 1998, and uh, I want to show that it, it doesn't matter what country you're from, you could always make it in any country, right? As long as you have a passion for what you want to do, and uh, so I, I first, uh, firstly, I I go and approach someone. I'll have like a I have a POV camera on my chest, and uh, I'd go and approach someone and I'll ask them. Um, uh, what what they do for a living? After that, ask them where they're from because I want to show it doesn't matter what country you're from, you can always make it. And um, and so then I ask them what their name is, and then I go ahead and ask them uh, what motivated them to do the job, and they give me an answer, and usually it's a pretty good answer. And I, I take a photo with them, uh, I take a photo of them at the very end of the video because. Uh, a photo can, sh- uh, one photo can show like a thousand words, right? Uh, how this, mm-hmm. What's the saying?
2: Yeah, one picture's worth a thousand. One picture's worth a thousand yeah.
1: words. So yeah, that's that's why I take a photo at the end of it, and the photo does show a lot of emotion. I find for a lot of people at the end of the video. So yeah.
0: Well, I saw that video with the the, the female nurse. Yeah. I I did I can't remember her name. But Bar Barbara maybe she's. Yeah. yeah. That was incredible. That was yeah. like that warmed my heart. Just the, the the she in the video for those of you who mm-hmm. haven't seen it, go see it. Do yourself that favor. Yeah. In the video, she talks about how she's seeing people on what to them is probably their worst day, and if she can provide an ounce of kindness and make their day just a slight bit better, yeah, then she's doing her job. Yep.
1: She okay. Barbara. So um, a lot of people don't know. This. I'll just tell you guys this right now. So everyone in my video, I usually know them or like um, I go to random people sometimes. But uh, I, when I go to people, I don't usually tell them what questions I'm gonna ask them, but I just Prior to the video i ask if i can record them because i find that's kind of rude where you just go to random people and then record them without their consent that you posted so obviously like i have to have a hook so i ask people prior to recording them and then I, they say yeah and then then i go ahead and act like i don't know them obviously so i have a hook there mm-hmm. uh just to be honest with everyone because everyone's like oh this is fake well, obviously they know.
0: But well, it's not fake. It's not fake. But, but you got to prep. You do like, know the pre- yeah, yeah. The, right. the yeah. information is teenager. authentic. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So
1: they're coming from the heart, that's all that matters to me. So yeah, so I'll go in a person. So Barbara actually is a pretty big influencer herself on social media. Uh she uh she's a nursing educator. So she educates nurses all through social media uh, and educate she teaches them like the basics of nursing and like um uh like anyone that, like nursing students, she has like a like a guide for them on how to like become a nurse. It's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. So I kind of used her stuff to get in nursing school as well too. Um, oh, to, to throughout nursing school, and then I kind of reached out to her, and she's like, "Yeah, i sure, will be in one of your videos." And she decided to be in one of my videos, and kind of went from there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And you're you're a nurse now. I'm a nurse. Yes. Yes. But you weren't always a nurse. I was not always a nurse. No. How'd that journey happen?
1: Okay. So, um. It all started back when i was 14 years old um so my dad was diagnosed with colon cancer and um i used to go uh, when he was getting chemotherapy chemotherapy done at sunnybrook hospital i used to go with him certain times to go with him and you know just keep him company and uh, i saw these nurses and doctors and healthcare workers like helping him out and uh, you know just helping them in general and it, it really like lifted my heart and uh throughout the years uh, my dad was in chemotherapy for two, three years, and when I turned 17, 18, he ended up passing me from stage four colon cancer, and um, after, you know, uh, after seeing all, after seeing what all the nurses and doctors and everyone did for my dad, um, I turned 19, and uh, I really want to give back to the healthcare system, so um, I applied to be a security guard in the hospital. Uh, I worked as a security guard for two years, and I'm like, know what i want to do something else in the hospital so i applied to be a garbage man and i worked as a garbage man for a year and a half and then i want to keep bettering myself obviously Uh, all all the healthcare workers they're they're all amazing people so then i became a housekeeper in the hospital Uh, i did that for another two years and then um, after that i became a porter where you transport patients around the hospital or you work in the morgue sometimes Uh, i did that for a year and then i'm like i'll go to nursing school and i did nursing school and now i'm a nurse i work in the emergency department i've been there for about two or three years now and yeah
0: so what motivated you to become a
1: nurse um i want to give back obviously that was the number one thing that motivated me to become a nurse for my dad but also my son i have a i have a seven a six-year-old son and um i I want to better myself because um see growing up in um in a household where um You know, we we struggled to live, we would live paycheck by paycheck. Um, I have two older siblings, and then I have a mom that couldn't work. She was quite sick. So uh, when my dad immigrated to Canada, uh, he'd work like crazy. He'd never be home, and uh, he'd be working, like, every single day. Like, he'd be working 16-hour shifts, and we would never see him making, like, 40, 50K a year for between three of us and our mom. And my mom was quite sick with diabetes and a bunch of other issues. She recently just got diagnosed with dementia, so she's been dealing with a lot. And um, I have an older sister that has Asperger's. Um, I really wanted to um, have, make sure that my son had a, um, a better. Um, I really wanted to make sure that my son didn't have those struggles that I had, because I never had the opportunity to uh, play soccer or you know go, go to sports or you know have those like extracurricular activities. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to make sure that my son had those opportunities, and which he does now. He does. You know, he did, he he plays soccer every week, he has a bas- He goes to basketball camp, he does a lot more, which we can provide for him now, right? So that's what motivated me to better myself from being a garbage man to a housekeeper to a porter to a nurse because I want to obviously make more money so my son can have a better future.
0: That was your why. That's what motivated you. That's what motivated me. That's incredible. Yeah. And sort of living growing up with your father and, and sort of seeing the the sacrifices that he made. And now being a father yourself, what lessons have you taken away from all of this? Like, at what moment do you step back and sort of survey everything that you're seeing around you, and what's the primary lesson that comes to you?
1: Something that I that I do differently than that versus what my dad is. Are we asking? Sorry. No. Sorry.
0: So, like, you, you look at your your son, and then how you're trying to give him everything that you may not have had yeah. growing up. Is there a lesson that you're learning from being a father that makes you appreciate your own father more?
1: How hard, how hard he worked. Because you know it's it's crazy. Because we we, I was was, I'm the youngest, so I was very spoiled growing up. Obviously, but uh, you never see like what you 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 think about they're going to work and you say they're going to work, they're going to come home and. They're going to eat, go to bed, wake up, go back to work. But you don't actually see what they're dealing with at work, how much effort and how much energy it takes for them to like barely get any sleep. So like my dad would work 16-hour days. He'd come home at 12 o'clock at nighttime, wake up at 7 o'clock, t- wake all of us up, me and my brother, me and my siblings, and he would drive all of us to school, cook us breakfast. Like he would do everything, and then he would go back to work. And my mom was quite sick, so she wasn't really able to help that yeah. much. But she did help. And um, it, it, it's insane because it takes a lot of work, a lot of work. And we don't see it for as kids. I, I think as you get older, you kind of see it because you start going to work and you, you realize how hard your parents work. It, it just you, as you get older, I guess everyone eventually does realize that how hard how hard their parents worked.
0: And no. and so now yeah. as a nurse slash content creator, yeah. because being a content creator is almost like a full time job in and of itself. Yeah. Is there, what's the end goal? What's the purpose?
1: Of what, what motivated you?
0: Of what motivated yeah. you? Like where do you, where is Hamza in 10 years?
1: In 10 years, I, I want to make sure that I have a, not an empire, but I want to have, a, I'm performing pretty fast, I would say. Um, I, I want to have an area where if someone is struggling with mental health or lack of motivation, obviously you need discipline. They can go to my, they can go to What Motivated You on YouTube, Instagram, so any social media, f- page and go through those videos and then kind of uplift them that's happening right now but um 10 years from now i want to be i, I want to do there's a million occupations out there and i want to do every single occupation and what i want to start doing is i want to start giving back because i'm not at that point right now obviously i just started off so i want to start if i get like a sponsorship or a brand deal i would i would actually give away 50 percent or even all my money to someone that's going to be my next video just because i want to help people out right mm. so something that i'd struggle
0: with so that's
2: awesome how did you decide to even make the first video like what was it that you know okay hit record on the person and yeah. then post it
1: okay so l- let's go about how i got into content creation mm. in the first place so i've been an editor for seven years so i, I love editing i hate recording uh, it's okay I, that's what i do but i do record Perfect. but i hate recording but i love editing i don't know why it's just like i get in my zone and i, I like to make videos very creative i find that a lot of people lack that, but if you can be, if you feel like there's no one stopping you and there's no like censorship towards your video, just go wild and make it however you want to make it. And it usually turns out being like the best product at the end of it. Because what I find, a lot of people find that, you know, they're going to make this and other people going to think a certain way about this video. But if you go in to a video and you start editing in your own way, and you don't care about what anyone else says, I promise you, your video will be the best thing you ever make or edit. So, uh, sorry, what was your question again? It was.
2: Well like what what made you decide to post or like even
1: do the very yeah. first one? Okay. Um I'll talk more about my mental health now if that's okay. Yeah, in terms absolutely. Of, yeah, okay. So okay. Um working as a nurse, nursing is an amazing job. Uh uh just healthcare I find in the past two years has gone absolutely crazy in terms of like volume and you know, a lot of people during COVID uh they, they were dealing with a lot of stuff that they couldn't get dealt with during COVID. So they had to wait till when code was done. And now the, the volumes in the hospitals or just in healthcare in general, have, are way higher than they were two years ago. Like when I was a nurse two years ago, it's not the same as it, it is two years ago. Like it's nursing now, is so different versus two years ago. And uh, I'd be happy to go to work. And I still, I love going to work. I love, I love my coworkers. I love taking care of patients, but the volumes are insane. Like, I don't know if I can get into numbers or I'll get in trouble from work, but it is like I would say like five to ten times busier than it was two years ago when you go mm-hmm. into work and it's so overwhelming and I never believed in like I guess because I'm a big guy I'm six foot four I'm 280 pounds and I was always told to be very tough and never to show emotion because I'm such a big guy and it it, it it it's that's how I was basically raised because I although I was the youngest, I was always the biggest in my family. My mom's four foot 11 and my dad's like five foot six. Right. So it was like really weird. And I used to be like the tough guy and I couldn't, I wouldn't really show emotions. So I just kept everything to myself. And, you know, every time I'd be in a situation where it'd be overwhelming, I just had to stay tough and toughen it out basically. So that kind of happened with nursing where, you know, you, you see all this trauma and um, you deal with a lot of like interaction with people and you become desensitized. Like you don't really get, Obviously you care for people but you don't let it affect you. You try your, you try your best not to let anyone's words or like seeing trauma affect you. So you just kind of like go to work, you shut your eyes. You're not shut sure your eyes, but that like you kind of just stop showing that emotion. Where I do care for patients, I, I if I see someone in pain, I advocate for them right away, but I try not to like take anything personally. You try not to take it home with you. Now. I not tr- I try not to take it home with yeah. me. That's and it's got to be hard. It, it was hard. Like in the beginning it was fine cuz the volumes weren't that bad and I'm used to it, but it got to the point where it just kept getting busier and busier. And um, it was like about a year ago where um, I, I had this really weird shift at work where I would work at 3 p.m. till 3 a.m. shift. So I was full-time 3 p.m. till 3 a.m. do not recommend that shift to yeah, anyone that, at that, all. That does not sound fun um, at all. So I would basically get up in the morning, drop my son off to school, sleep from like 9 to like 2, get up, go to work, right? And then I would come home back home at 3 p.m. after all that, like, you know, I'm just internalizing everything, not internalizing, but like, not like, you know, talking about anything with anyone and just mm-hmm. keeping everything to myself. A lot of stuff
2: happens after a minute at the hospital.
1: A lot of stuff just happens in the general, right? Fair. And just, and then like, you, you're just not showing all those emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'd come home and I didn't really like have any, I didn't really have any friends. I, and I find that I do have friends, but I feel like a lot of people become friends with me because they benefit something off of me. No one ever, I've never really had like a true friend and, uh, it, it's hard to, but anyway, so I never had anyone to talk to. So I would uh, I would lean into, I got into smoking a lot of weed. And um, it, it's funny because like weed was legalized. Before it, it wasn't legalized. It was whatever. I never smoked it. I never thought about smoking weed. And, you know, one day I'm just like, screw it. I'm just going to try it out because I, I, I was struggling to sleep, right? Because I'd be such a weird shift. And then I would try to sleep. I, I, would, I, would, I would smoke weed every night and I got so used to smoking weed. So I'd finish my shift, come home at 3 p.m., and then I'll I would smoke like a little bit and then I'd go to sleep. It really helped with my sleep. Um, I kept doing that and then I found that like, you know, dealing with personal stuff that I can't really talk about right now that was I was also dealing with as well. Plus like all my work stuff going on and just I would I wouldn't show any emotion, but I found that like smoking weed would just put me into my own zone and then I can just like relax. Um I got to the point where weed wasn't helping me out anymore and I was i found i don't know if i was depressed but i was going through a very uh hard time where um i would smoke a lot of weed hold on and uh i would think about like suicide every night for for about like every night after work i'd come home and just because i couldn't talk to anyone get any help it's just and just it was a lack of just communicating with other people or just help. I was just trying to reach out for help but I just couldn't get help because I was so used to being told that I have to toughen up because I'm such a like big and you know huge guy that you wouldn't expect I'm oh, sorry guys I don't mean to cry you, so don't, I, you don't have to apologize <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so thanks. thanks and so uh and
0: sorry guys no don't, uh, listen don't be sorry yeah okay. so uh,
1: I i i would just go into this very like deep and depressive like mindset where i i had no help and, uh, and all i would do is like think about harmless like it, it's funny because someone would say they're harmed themselves and then obviously there's a whole bunch of stuff that people can say but me internally like as a nurse I don't go too much into details, but like, I know the whole mental health act and stuff. So I don't like, I knew all, you know, if I said certain things or talked to a certain person, I would get like, there's something called form 42. If you go to the hospital, like they can keep you there for a couple of hours and it can kind of like affect you. And especially because I've worked in like almost every single hospital in the area. So I was so scared to go to any hospital in general to seek help that like, because someone would recognize me because I, I, the area I lived in, I used to work in a security guard in all, almost every single hospital. Like, right. so people recognized me. Right. So I had no way of seeking help. And then, um, I would just, uh, you know, uh, that kept happening to me every night where I'm like, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. Like after every shift, I kept feeling like that. And, um, and then, you know, I, I also thought about my son. If like, what if my son grew up in a household where he never, where he didn't have a dad or it'd be really hard on him. And, um, so I had to, I had to figure out how I could fix myself. I, I couldn't get any help from anyone else. So what I found was I sucked with discipline and a lot of people suck with discipline. A lot of people can't, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. But no one does it. Well, they'll do it for a day or two. And then they won't do it ever again. Right. And I said, you know what? I need, I need to figure this out. Cause no one's going to come help you. It, like you can get help, but you got to help yourself first. You you have to go. You have to take the initiative. You have to go. At the end of the day, people care about you, but no one's going to be there. For, like, no one's going to be there for you. Like, you have to do it yourself. So, you know what? I'm like, I stopped feeling bad for, I stopped feeling bad for myself. And I, I'm like, I have to do something about this. So, uh, I found that when editing was therapy for me and creating content for other people was therapy for me. I don't know why. Like, it helped, like, clear my mind. A lot of people play video games, read books. So, you know, I was, I was on social media one day and oh actually so actually i did get help i did get help but it it was it was really weird Uh, it was through a discord server it was a random discord Mm -hmm. server i was on a random like nft discord server uh it's called clumsy ghost i was just on their discord server and they had a mental health page in there and um people were just talking about their mental health issues and there was these random guys just you know i was telling them i was struggling with this and that struggling to sleep and stuff and i want to voice chat with them and they were actually able to like help me out in terms of like what I can do. And, you know, I'm not alone. And it's, it's weird. Cause like, if I go to any of my friends, I find that, I don't know. I don't know if this is personal, but I would be treated differently or maybe it's just in my head. Cause I'm such a bigger guy and I've been told that you shouldn't be showing emotions. But I found that since I was able to talk to these people on this, like clumsy ghost discord server that um, they didn't know me and they couldn't judge me. So they were actually giving me good information, helping me out. And they they didn't really help me in terms of where, you know what I should do and how I can like sleep and all this stuff and what I can do in terms of like getting help. And, um, um, what I found was creating content also was therapeutic for me. And I was on social media and have you guys seen those videos where people wearing those POV cameras and they'll go to like homeless people and give them money and yeah, then like, yeah, yeah. they'll get like a reaction. I thought it was very wholesome and pretty interesting that people were doing that. And so that's where I came to where I'm like, you know what? I want to do something like this. Cause you know, I grew up in a household where my dad is an immigrant and he worked, can I, can I swear?
2: Yeah. I
1: yeah. Anything yeah. He worked his ass off. <laughs> and, um, and I wanted you to swear. You got to swear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, and I wanted to uh, kind of create like a platform where I can motivate anyone in terms of like what occupation they do. And then, you know, everyone's struggling with something and everyone has their story. And I don't, I want everyone's story to be heard. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like I did a truck driver the other day and someone's like, you should just do like famous people. I'm like, no, that's what social, like I find that a lot of social media is based on like, really famous people like clout like Mm -hmm. showing off cars and stuff i don't want to do that i'll do famous people like like once in a while sure why not but i really want to show like the normal day person like the other day i did a truck driver and i messaged him and he's like why would you even reach out to me i'm like i want to share your story man like uh people he he was an international student from india that people don't see that like Everyone has a story, so a lot of international students come to Canada. they have to work really hard to get their permanent residence card and they have to put a lot of hours in to go into going to school and stuff. So I want this guy to show his story as well that I'm like you can say whatever you want, just be genuine from the heart. So he basically came from India two years ago he went to mo- he went to school um graduated and he had to put in some hours to get his permanent residence card so he become a- became a truck driver and now he provides for his family back home in India and I thought that was absolutely amazing, so I did a video with him and yeah,
0: so it's incredible.
1: Yeah, so that's where I went yes. and that's why I'm doing what, what I'm doing right now and yes, how do you feel that
2: the person that you do the interview with feels right after? Like I've, like like you say okay, cool, that's it. it cut like
1: yeah. So, uh Obviously, I want to go more into detail, like of, of like me talking in the video. I'm gonna to get to that eventually. It's just right now, it's just such short form content that mm-hmm. like I have to rush everything and keep it within 50 seconds. Otherwise, like no one else will see the video. But I plan on going to long form content. But how they feel afterwards, where mm-hmm. you're asking me, I feel like everyone wants to be heard. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Everyone wants to be heard, but it, it's it, it, they don't know how they can be heard. So I find that with my, with my platform, I can go to anyone and they feel can talk about this story. It's the way I approach them, right? Absolutely. It's, yeah. So it's not like, you know, you're in front of a camera, just talk, telling your full story. You just someone's just coming to you, and you kind of like help them out. So yeah, that's why I do what I do. That's
0: good. So the version of Hamza that sits in front of us here today yeah. has been on a journey. And there's a lot of lessons that you've learned along the way. A lot of wake up calls. A lot of moments. Whether it was thinking about your son, thinking about the ordinary people that you talk to. For anyone who may be at a point where you were once, and you may very well still be at points in your life where you're struggling with it, and that's okay because we all do it. We all struggle with it in some way or another. It happens. There's ebbs and flows to this life that just one day knocks you on your ass, and then the next day makes you feel like you're king of the world. But for the people who may in this very moment be feeling like, you know what, you know, who can I turn to? Yeah. Who can I talk to? Because that's a scary place to be. It,
1: it's such a scary place to be because especially like me, like I never felt comfortable talking to anyone about my own mental health. But there, you can get help. Um I found through a Discord server that really helped me, but there's ways, uh, there's, help, there's help lines that can help you out, you know? And those people won't judge you because they, they hear and see this all the time. And I think you should go and call these people. They will help you out 100%. And if you feel like, if you have a plan to harm yourself, 100% seek help right away. You need to do that right away. And it people won't judge you. A lot of people feel like you'll be judged, but with society becoming more, with mental health being more normalized in society, a lot of people are becoming, back in the day, you go like 20, 30 years, you talk about like anxiety. No one understood you, but now you talk about, you know, you're anxious. A lot of people, like when I tell you I'm anxious, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But if I go back 30, 40 years, you're like, it it wasn't normalized back then, right? Mm -hmm. So everything's becoming more normalized now. So if you are struggling with mental health, go out, get help. No one will judge you. Uh, Everything is confidential. Right. So a lot of people are like, if I say he say I'm a nurse in the hospital, he comes in and I know him. And that's something I I, I should have understood, too, because I'm kind of contradicting right now. But uh, because I thought, you know, all these people know me, if I go in there, they'll judge me. Right. But no, no one's going to judge you. I used to be a mental health nurse as well. So I should have. Yeah. 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 So before I became an aversion nurse. So I know that
0: too. Is there things that people can do individually if they're not quite comfortable? Because men in particular struggle to go and talk to someone. We all struggle with that at one yeah. point in our lives. Some some men are more forward with that, and some are still very much stuck in their ways. They just can't get out of their own box and talk to anybody. Yeah. Is there any seeing how you you were a mental yeah. health nurse? Is there any things that you yeah. can share that yeah. can maybe help them think about things a little differently?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of mental health, obviously some people can't control out their emotions and they, they just naturally are struggling with mental health. But for me, what I found was there were certain things that were causing me to feel that way. Um, we're burning out. I'm br- I was burnt out. I'm not going to lie from working. Mm-hmm. I was burnt out. Like str- I I, would, I didn't want to admit it, but a hundred percent I was, I was burnt out. So I, I, I took a break from work. Uh, you know, I used to work like a lot. I used to work like 12 hour shifts, sometimes 16 hour shifts, four or five days in a row. And I, I took a break from work. So Take a break. Find out what you like to do in life. Find out what makes you happy. So my son makes me happy. This is weird, but I play Fortnite with my son. Yeah, That's <laughs> not weird at all. I'm a gamer. Uh, and I, oh, not uh, Fortnite, but I'm a gamer. You're a gamer? Yeah. We'll talk after. Uh, <laughs> so like playing video games with my son really like, how, like it really like uplifted me and yeah. um become obsessed. So it sounds weird, but so a lot of people say that they're going to, you know, do something tomorrow, this and that. And they don't do it. Become obsessed with something, so I became obsessed with creating content. Like, I—that's all I think about all the time now. Uh, it, it really helps me though. Like, I don't think about anything else. Like, I don't think about like all like those like sad times I had. Mm-hmm. Those moments, those feelings. I haven't even smoked weed. Like, I stopped smoking weed at all. Like, after I became obsessed with making content, or just being become, become obsessed with something. Like, people become, become obsessed with going to the gym. You know, they become obsessed with something. But obsession will help you stay disciplined. A lot of people don't understand that. Like a lot of people struggle to say discipline, but I'm so obsessed with creating content, going out there, making content that I don't even think about smoking weed anymore. I don't even think about like, you know, all those thoughts that I had before. Mm-hmm. It's just, those thoughts are all gone. I haven't thought about them in the past five, six months. And it's, it's re- this is creating what motivated you has really helped me with my mental health as well. Cause I go out there and I mean, I'm obsessed with, you know, going out there making content and helping other people, see showing everyone's story. And that's what I'm obsessed with then. yeah.
0: So you're creating the content now, yeah. and you're still a nurse. Yeah. What, what happens next in this journey? What or uh, You yeah. know what? Let me actually rephrase yeah. to a different question. What lessons do you want your son to learn from you early on so that he doesn't struggle the way you did growing up yeah, feeling like he can't talk about emotions yeah. feeling like he can't convey how he's feeling
1: so uh, uh, first of all i want my son to know how confident he is I, I growing up in a south asian household i guess um i don't know if it's just south asian but i you're always like i was a i was a big boy when i was in grade eight i was 350 pounds and i was bullied by my family i was a big boy and uh, they would just make fun of you they wouldn't really like you know Just make fun of you. It wouldn't really help you and make you feel confident. You know, you can do this. You can do that. There's
0: something about families and their ability to just nudge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I want my son to know that he is the most confident, most outgoing kid in the world. And you can say that to someone and they won't believe you, but I'm going to internalize because I I believe in manifestation. Like uh, if I tell myself something that, you know, that I can, uh, if if I'm those people that say, I'm going to do this tomorrow, do this tomorrow. But if I tell myself that uh, if I put in the effort and go do what I have to do, I can manifest it. And I want my son to believe in manifestation that if he believes in something, he's going to put in the work and the effort and he's going to be able to do it. I think I think anyone could do whatever. they Obviously, be realistic. Can't fly, but you can't fly. But like be realistic with your goals. Not yet. And <laughs> not yet. So be realistic with your goals and believe in them put but just you have to put in the effort and the work and manifest it and you can get whatever you want in life and that's what's happening with me right now it's been two months for with what motivated you and I believe I know for a fact that what I'm going to keep doing this and it's going to work out for me and it's going to help a lot of people out and I'm manifesting it and if I if I didn't have that manifestation mindset where uh, you know I'm not telling myself but I'm actually doing this stuff it's it, it it's it's such it makes such a big difference and that's that's like the number one reason why I find that this is me I'm very successful with what I'm doing right now is because I believe in it and I know that I'm going to go and put in all the work and I'm doing the work you have to put in the work if otherwise you can't you can't do it
0: is there advice or is there a technique to content creation that you find has helped you succeed so quickly
1: oh yes okay Um, like in terms of like, are you talking about like algorithm kind of or algorithm?
0: Like if someone wanted to start an account and and create something, whether it's motivational, inspirational artwork, cooking, whatever it may be. Okay. But what's the, what's the technique there? What's the trick?
1: First thing you want to do is have a niche. If you don't have a niche and you're like, you know, one day you're painting and another day you're singing and then other, you're doing this and that. Um, you've, you have such a different, like demographic, like different audience that like, it's really hard to build like, an audience basically. Mm. For me is like my, my stuff's pretty straightforward. Like it only takes me 10 minutes to make my videos, right? I go in and I interview someone. My my end goal is to get motivation from people, right? Or get their story. Excuse me. Um so come up with something that's very simple and then a lot of like every single person can kind of relate to. Like my video, like I can go to like a random person show them the video and they'll be able to relate to it because it's relatable right mm-hmm. so like what i first found was when i first started my content i was making content for people in the gym only because i found that the gym was very like inspired like the, uh, the gym really helped me out with my mental health as well a little bit in the start and i found that you know if i can go to the gym and i can ask these people what motivate them to work out i can motivate other people to work out um, but then what I, then uh, one day I was at work and I was showing one of my coworkers my video and like, do you watch my videos? She's like, no, I don't go to the gym. Why would I watch your videos? And a light bulb just went out and like, she's right. I should be doing things that other people can relate to as well. So I just started generalizing my videos, going to people that go to work. Basically everyone goes to work, right? Everyone has mm-hmm. to work. And as soon as I started doing that, I started from getting a hundred, like a hundred to a thousand views. I started getting millions of views. Like I, I, my first video I did that wasn't gym related was a nurse right? It got like 3 million views and I was like, wow, this is inspiring way more people than like 10. At the end of the day, obviously, I just want to inspire like one or two people as well too, but this is like a larger larger thing sure. for me. Yeah. So, go to something. So, find a niche, okay? After you find a niche, you want to be able, make sure it relates to everyone. Everyone's going to be able to understand your what you're, what you're kind of making a video about. Uh, be passionate about it. Be uh, Become obsessed with making your content. Like, that's... if obviously think about family think about your health and all that stuff but if you're not thinking about creating like all i do right now is i'll get up in the morning i'll call my son i'll try to spend time with him i'll go to work um i'll try to be a good dad and and um after that on my time off and and i should have a good work life like friend balance as well it's just i'm struggling to find friends right now hopefully i do find some friends (laughs) um is uh, if you're not thinking about creating content all the time like it, it, you have to become so obsessed with it. And that's what I do. Well, like When well, now I'm going to go home, I'm going to try DMing like five to 10 people. And usually like one or two will say yes, but I'm making my goal every single day where I DM at least 10 people, which I think would like motivate other people. And then at least one or two will get back to me and then, yeah, just become obsessed And
0: with it. you find these people how you just... So
1: um, what I want to show is obviously like not cloud chasing, like obviously like, all these like really millionaires and billionaires and all this stuff. I, I, I try to find like the regular person. So for example... Uh, I'm, t- I'm sharing my sauce with you guys. But uh, <laughs> the other day, like, I want to find a truck driver. And so I would just write, truck driver, Mississauga, right? H- truck driver in Mississauga. And then, because I'm in Mississauga, yeah. that's the first thing that pops up. And I'll DM them and I'll go to them and I'll be like, yeah, sure. That's it. That's a good trick of like finding finding people. And uh, yeah, and so that, that's why in the beginning of my video, I say, excuse me, sorry to bother. You. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions yeah. or a social media post? It's it's a hook. You have to have a hook. Like, yeah, it brings,
2: yeah, it's still, still brings people
1: in it right? still brings people all the hooks whatever it's just like as soon as in the first three seconds of the video you have to have a hook uh, uh, the, so there's, there's a the if you, you guys know mr beast is obviously mm-hmm. so he he has a saying if like the because he makes long form content but if the first 30 seconds of your video if it if it doesn't show like the most important part of the like clips of the video or like isn't very catching no one's gonna watch your video you have to make the first you as a creator, you have to put all the work into the first three seconds, three to five seconds of the video. Otherwise your video is gonna do horrible, right? You can have a very important part in the middle of the video, but if that part you can't kind of show in the beginning of the video, no one's gonna watch your video. So that's why like, if I go interview someone, they're like in a nursing uniform. So people know that, excuse me, sorry about you. And then you know they're in a nursing uniform, this mm-hmm. is about a nurse. So it's, it's very like intriguing in the start. So that's what I focus on. Someone.
0: How'd you learn all this? Just trial and error?
1: Trial and error. I used to have a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I, I can't get go more into detail about that, but I used to have a YouTube channel where um, I used to make content and uh, I understand SEO. And so um, when you're making content, a lot of people, when you're like making the description, the hashtags, you have to put a lot of work into that stuff too. Like uh, now that uh, TikTok is competing with the YouTube, they're more SEO based. So if you're making videos on TikTok, you have to make sure that obviously like you're putting, you can use TikTok native text or they can kind of like their system can kind of track what your text says as well to or what the audio says. But the description and the hashtags have to be so relatable to like the video that it can show to like that target audience. Like for example, if I want to show my audience to like people, like nurses, like if I, if I were to make a video for nurses and I would put like, Nurses, healthcare workers, yeah, something healthcare-related, it would mm-hmm. go to all those people. But then at the end of it, if I started putting, like, you know, uh, happy, all these, like, random hashtags, love, um, you know, like, say, for example, put, like, Canada, all this random stuff, the, uh, the, uh, the whole algorithm's like, who do I send this video out to? Like, it gets so confused that your video just gets, like, kind of shadow banned, like, no one ends up watching it. So you have to be so target-focused on who you're trying to target, and that's how you may blow up
0: your videos. So you can't, you're saying you shouldn't actually put a ton of hashtags that might somehow be relatable like it's got to be surgical almost
1: almost yeah so uh, it depends it depends which uh, which uh platform you're on on tiktok and youtube it's so specifically seo based that you can you have to put the specific hashtags uh facebook i just randomly started facebook a month ago and i've gone over 40 30 to 40 million views on facebook with like 11 reels and with facebook and instagram i find is you can use like a million hashtags and it'll just like blow up it's kind of weird facebook instagram and, and facebook because they only they facebook was instagram yeah i'm trying to understand it but you can really like randomly blow up on facebook and instagram just with like a million hashtags but i know for a fact tiktok and youtube says focus on seo you have to make sure it's a target like surgical like hashtags
0: we need to get on facebook <laughs> <laughs> i never thought i would say those words again <laughs>
1: so i, I thought as that as well too but if you watch my videos, I found that like an older demographic would be able to be, they'd be much more, like TikTok is like more younger kids, right? Yeah. Or, but Facebook, I found that a lot of these older people are, that are retired and, you know, have some, some occupation of the people in my videos, they're really able to relate to it. So like my outreach on Facebook is insane. Like the comments I get, it's people like, oh, this like, this really uplifted me. I was I used to be a police officer. I'm a retired police officer, and I could totally understand where this person's coming from. So Facebook guys, get on it, because a lot of people are sleeping on Facebook Reels. There's no competition right now because no one's posting on Facebook Reels. Actually, no one even knows how to post on Facebook Reels. There's a trick.
0: That, yeah. Tell me about try, it. I was trying to <laughs> figure it out. Remember, so, it like, was there. Then the next thing no, I looked, no. it was gone. It's,
1: you, can't, you, you guys can't use your phone to post on Facebook It's got to the, yeah, be on the computer. It has to be on part. creatorstudios.com, which is owned by Facebook. Because Facebook on your phone on. only lets you it. has
0: got to be on creatorstudio.com. Which is
1: owned by Facebook.
0: So it's a whole separate webpage. It's, 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 like, it's like to. a meta
1: suite, right? It's like a meta suite kind yeah. of. And So basically, like, if I go on my phone right now and I repost my TikTok or YouTube or uh, any of my short-form content... Uh, on Facebook it won't let me post it it won't even, it'll, it'll let me post it but I can only post 15 to 30 seconds on my clip and that's like half of my clip no one's gonna watch half of my clip yeah. so I did so much research and what I found was you can actually you can get all your videos that you guys have and you can schedule post them for the next like four or five months go, go on Facebook creator studios mm-hmm. you can put a, put like a million hashtags after I'm, try, I'm telling you put like a million hashtags and then your video within like one of my videos within like 12 hours got 7 million views and i
0: was like what the hell is happening i know what we're doing the rest of this week so
1: if anyone is everyone is sleeping on facebook reels right now you there's no competition because no one knows first of all how to post on it yeah so there's no comp. that's why all these views are coming to you because there's not the competition there's no other videos on facebook shorts so facebook reels so yeah Damn. you guys gotta get on it I'll teach you. Don't worry. I'll teach you guys. A, I'll plug you guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to ask you for some favors. <laughs> yeah. um, so now like the next steps, like you, this, this account, it's growing. Yeah. Do you see it converting into anything else or sort of staying in that lane and maybe setting up something different?
1: Um. So I really, really, really want to like, I'm not trying to copy Mr. Beast guys, but
0: I, I've, why not? I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, no, really. Like, so there's yeah. there's people that are like, oh, you're copying this person. Well, I mean, if there's a formula that works. Okay, I
1: okay. So do you guys know Tony Robbins? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he has a book. Uh, uh, I never, I, I I struggle with reading, so I don't read. Um, I f- audiobooks. Uh, audiobooks. I, I listen listen podcasts and audiobooks, but right? yeah. I just don't read. I've only finished one chapter book in my life. It sounds so weird. <laughs> in nursing school, I never opened a book. I was just like listen to stuff. I, 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 was honor, I was a pretty smart nursing student too. So oh, good for you. I just used to watch videos and I, 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 can I have a picture memory. So I can, oh. if I watch something, I understand it within seconds. And so I have only read one book and it was by Tony Robbins. And he has this thing that he says, and I read this when I was like eight years old and it's been in me since. And I think this is the part of my success is so someone can have an idea, right? And someone can have another idea. And if you can kind of mix their ideas together and make it into your own idea, you can become very successful. And that's what i kind of did i saw people go out there you know make those like pov videos where they're like asking people they're like, giving money out but i got you know someone else was asking people what makes them happy in life but they were doing that with like like another camera but it wasn't pov and i saw another guy making POV videos i'm like you know what i'm gonna get these two ideas put them together and i'm gonna ask people what motivates them and it's a totally different thing where like no one's doing it and i started doing it it's it's an it's very straightforward it only takes me 10 minutes to make my videos uh it can relate to everyone and that was the perfect formula and it's it's insane man like it, it just I, you're right you can get obviously i'm not trying to copy mr beast what yeah. i want to do is i want to be able to um so for example like say that there, there's like a barber or someone right and i'll go I'm like hey like i'll have like a hidden camera and then i'll be like can i get a haircut and then while i'm getting the haircut he's like i'll be asking him so like what motivated you to become a barber and he won't know i have a camera and i'll tell me a story and at the end of it i want to give him like Probably like if I can get five thousand dollars, I'd hundred percent give it to him because like you know trying to motivate other people. Give, hear, people are hearing his story and you know it can be very uplifting. So yeah, I want to be one of those people, but I don't think I don't think I'll get there. Oh, okay, you know what? No, Let's that's manifest. Not manifesting. It. Let's not. No, I will get there. There you go. Yes, I'm not there yet. I, yeah, I'm not there yet, but I will get there. Yeah. I'm working on it. I, I'm, I'm surprised how fast I've gone this big on YouTube, but I know for a fact that I'm going to make it. I have no other choice because. I want. I don't want my son to struggle, and I'm gonna obviously like this is this benefits me too as well in terms of like making money because uh, I, I want to donate half of my money, but I, I want to have a better future for myself and my son as well too. So I'm creating entertainment for people, so mm-hmm. they're getting something out of it as well too. So that's that's the end goal, man.
0: Amazing, yeah. Hamza. Thank you so much for for by. I know it doesn't feel like it, but it, yeah. it, we we've, we've been going at it now for just I under try. 50 minutes. Oh wow!
1: It's in 50 yeah. minutes.
0: Yeah, it, it flies. Whoa! <laughs> Time flies when you're motivated. Exactly. <laughs> Damn, Time flies. brother. Oh. Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, guys. I, was, I think I was talking too fast. Maybe no, you know, no,
0: no, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, what are what are the handles? Maybe share that with people. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, for everything, my my handles are what motivated you. Uh, you guys can all follow me, and if if you have a story that you want to kind of tell anyone, guys, you guys can all reach out to me, and uh, I, I I don't mind, you know, like coming and interviewing you guys. It's, I want everyone's voice to be heard. Obviously, I can do as much as I can. Um, Also, um, what I found was um, a lot of people thought that in the beginning that they could pay me and they could be in my videos. And uh, I'm not like that. So uh, I get like 20 to like 40 real estate agents messaging me every day. (laughs) And I'll get like random people like with like small businesses. And I feel for them. But like, I'll give you $5,000 to be in your video. And I'm like, no, I don't want Mm. that, man. Like, obviously, I want to be able to like... Authenticity. Right. And I want to... I don't want money from people. I want to make brand deals and stuff where I can Mm -hmm. give money back to people, but I do not want money from you. Do not offer me
0: money, guys. You should just take that money and donate it.
1: Uh, Yeah, actually, that's actually a smart idea too. I'm going to actually start asking for donations soon, I think, in terms of like, so I can. I really want to give back,
0: man. Like if someone offers you X amount of dollars to to be in your video and they come across as an authentic, genuine person, they're just looking for extra. That's actually a good idea. You know what I mean? You can take that money if you don't want to hold on to it Then just find a charity that... You know, works for you, or maybe something to do with mental health, and send the money there. That's actually smart. Yeah. I didn't think about that.
1: That is very smart. I'm gonna start. I might actually think. I mean, if
0: they're willing to part ways with their money, and there are people that need the money.
1: Yeah, That's, I, I thought it would be kind of selfish, but you're right. It's not.
0: No, not at all. you you're you're just moving money to a better cause. Smart. Right. Thanks. You get the content. The person gets what they want, assuming they're authentic and genuine. Right. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not. Like that's. I think that's the barrier. Yeah. And then the money gets sent to to a charity to help some people out.
1: i want to start doing that. Yeah. Charity, man. It's
0: i, I want to start doing that. There you go. Yeah. That's
2: such a philanthropic, philanthropic journey. Philanthropic. 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 There you go. Philanthropic journey. I like that word. It's a good word. I gotta. It
0: better. <laughs> 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 uh, well listen we're we're really excited to see where this goes um you're on an incredible journey and it's just started
1: it's just started and um hopefully i don't get cancelled for anything i said tonight
0: yeah, you'll be
1: good. No. <laughs> honestly it's so easy to get cancelled nowadays mm-hmm. like uh, i was so scared to like you know talk about my mental health and it,
0: it, i you're what talking I, about it to- not sorry not to cut you off but you're talking yeah. about a topic that needs more men talking about it
1: I know it's 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 hard because you're actually big burly Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely, no, for real. It's hard, man, because like I've always—if I have a couple of seconds, guys—yeah, like, yeah, um, I've always been told, you know, so ever since I was a little kid, I, I would always be that one kid in the with the class photos. I'd always be that one kid in the middle at <laughs> the back. I'm like, I'm six foot four, right? So uh, it's like I've always told, like, you're the biggest, and you can't you can't show emotions. And, you know, you should play rugby. I played rugby for, for three, or four years, mm-hmm. and you know, I was horrible. I was okay. I was just a bigger guy, so no one can kind of take me down. Like I'm so. As you get older, it's okay to show your emotion, guys. Um, you know, find someone you feel comfortable talking to, but it is okay, absolutely okay to show your emotion. It's becoming more normalized. Don't be scared. People are willing to help you out. It's about time. It's yeah, about time. I always
2: find, like, the big dudes are, like, usually the nicest guys, too. Yeah. But, yep.
1: you know? Well, people you know? are scared of me for no reason, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't get it. Just, <laughs>
2: like, yeah, I, I do have a question. I always ask a question real late into it. Yeah. It's my brain works. <laughs> um, But I know you're saying you you went through a lot recently. Yeah. And... Obviously, it's a journey. How do you? Because we all have bad days. Yeah. How do you uh wake up with a bad day and like not let it? I guess catapult you back into.
1: You don't wake up with a bad day. Huh? You don't. We don't okay. wake up. You know. You, you wake up, but you can't start off that that negative mindset. Mm. You wake up and you got to tell yourself that. You're gonna go out there. And you're gonna kill it, mm-hmm. cause I'm telling you. right now you wake up with a bad day. You're gonna have a horrible day. I wake up now and I'm like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna do this, 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 and I go and do it. I don't even wait. Mm-hmm. You have to get out and do it. You have to become obsessed and just get it done with. Cause I promise you, all the success will come to you. Mm-hmm. Cause you wake up with a bad day, man. You like, I'll wake up with, I'll wake up and then if I, if I'm telling myself right away, if I tell myself, oh, fuck, I feel like shit. Okay, swear, I can swear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like shit. Nah, man. Like if you continue to tell yourself that you feel like shit, you're not gonna get anything done. You get up there, and you're like, I'm gonna go out. And I'm gonna. Out, I'm going to own it because you see people when they I found it really cringy like a couple of years back where I used to see all these like motivational videos I'm like who the hell watches these videos like mm. I get it you see like Steve Harvey talk you see all these like motive they all talk about getting out there don't get over that negative energy go in and get everything done you have to put in the work and get it done I'm telling you it's so easy it's so easy if you actually like become obsessed and get it and get the work done man like just become obsessed with something go in mm. and get it done that's it yeah. that's advice I can give anyone
0: Make sure you listen to that advice.
1: Yeah, man. Obsessed. Obsessed. You obsessed. have to become obsessed.
0: Tunnel vision. Carl Wolf talked about that. Yeah. You, th- you talked about it too? Yeah. He uh, talked about being sort of tunnel visioned and just like a one-track mind, like just it's relentless. Like, it's, oh my God, it's
1: insane, guys. Oh, I sound like a... F-
2: yeah, you got you to gotta re- really believe it mm-hmm. because that's the only person that's going to... Re- like. Like, if you don't believe it, it's not going to
1: happen. No one's right? going to believe in you, but you got to believe in yourself. I'm telling you, man. Start there. Uh, like, find something Same just cool. It's like cool. the opposite.
2: It's like, you can't get help until you help yourself. You can't make it. until Like, you can't get there until you want No one's going to care, man. You just yeah, got
1: to do it. And also, guys, don't be scared to, like, show yourself on social media. If you felt like people are going to judge you, let people judge you. Like, I get hate I'm gonna comments. I'm going to
2: judge you regardless. People
1: are going to judge you regardless. I'll get, like, 100, like, hate comments a day, I don't care. You get
2: like, a lot of hate comments. Oh, I so, do. Get, I do get a lot
1: of hate comments. It's if, just if, weird. If you go on like YouTube and if you go on like uh Facebook, something on like TikTok, they'll be like, "Oh, like um this police officer. Like she's not. She's a female. Well, I won't get hate comments, but they'll they get hate comments. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like
0: the, I feel bad. So yeah, because like, like, cause
2: it's such so wholesome. Like I remember you had the, you had the one video with the with that Toronto girl that. Yeah, yeah. A, lot oh. don't really, a lot of people don't like. I'm, I'm a just, lot of people don't. don't, don't plush, don't like plush. Shout out to. Can yes, I give her so, a shout out to
1: plush guys? Saying, yes. Oh man! And like I, I yeah. watched
2: that, and I'm like, and yeah. I saw it like, but I saw those comments. They were they're all, they're all pretty positive. No, I yeah, they're positive, and, that, and that's why I was wondering if you got a lot of negative because I, no, saw, I, I did. saw one that he was was when he's like, uh, Miss Light up the Aita or whatever. But he's like, but this is a like she's speaking Dude, very well. Into, she like What is... she said was was like good, and then, and that's that's what's great to see that dude so I just Plush got, is like,
1: probably you know what you know what we're talking about like i the, do know yeah um balling up rule girl mm-hmm. she is balling pro- up rules. the balling up rules she is probably one of the nicest kindest people i've ever met in my life super she's very polite and um so she's been through a lot of like domestic violence and a lot of people i wanted she was we were talking we we're dming for a couple a while and just she's telling me her like story and i'm like this is amazing i feel like everyone should hear this because everyone sees like that other side of her yeah, yeah. where it's like more entertainment and they all like diss her and i hate it really bothered me because i i knew this other side of her that no one else knew about i'm like we have to make a video and in the video she talks about like her personal struggles and a lot of people are like oh my mindset changed like they don't they think differently of her now and that's mm-hmm. what i want to show like i want to show like people like even like the truck driver like people think truck drivers and you know, all especially like the whole thing, like he's a Punjabi truck driver. so a lot of stuff going with that stuff right now. Yeah. And b- But people saw how hard he works and how he cares about the safety of the road and the safety of other people. And people don't see that side of like yeah. people, right? So, yeah.
0: That's beautiful, man. Yeah. You're doing great stuff. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it, I love it all. Thanks, man. Please keep going.
1: That's it, man. Non-stop. We got to no other choice. I have to make it. We all have to make it. That's 100%. It. We're all going to make w- it.
2: Uh, what motivates you?
0: Me?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah what does motivate
2: you?
0: this this these conversations yeah um not that long ago i was in a dark isolated place where i didn't feel like i had anybody i could turn to and every man in my life turned out to be someone that i couldn't talk to and i shouldn't say every man but no one that i felt comfortable talking to i had to i had to recalibrate my circle my life and there were times where i just wasn't the best version of myself I I let myself slip, and we had a guest on. His name is Michael. He he had this. Uh, he quoted someone and said, "You know, would younger self be proud, and would future self be proud?" Right? And you know, when I look back at that version, younger self would not have been proud, and future self right now regrets some of the things I did and didn't do, said and didn't say. And uh, it's just been a journey about trying to, to become a better man. And then I realized that I'm not the only one that feels this way, has felt this way, or will feel this way. And so if we can try and find a way to help men become better men, become their best selves, become their best brothers, sons, fathers, partners, coworkers, you name it, then that's the least I could do to repay the debt from that I Oh, don't know, whatever you want to call it. But I had men that I finally had around me who picked me up and showed me which way to go and have held me accountable ever since. And if I can do for someone else what they did for me at my worst, then that's essentially what motivates me.
1: Amazing, man. yes, Amazing. Yeah. And... Thanks for, thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, you for that's coming, man. man. I really appreciate that's, it. Guys, that's true. It's such a welcoming space where I feel like a lot of men don't have this opportunity and they struggle and uh, thanks for having me here, guys. And Thank I'm you. happy that my story was heard and I, I feel super, super anxious coming here and like, I'm like, oh dude, I feel like, I feel good. Yeah. I feel like my chest, I, I don't know, it's hard to explain, like a weight has lifted off my chest. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I love Thanks that. Thanks for having me,
1: guys. Thank so, you. I appreciate that. Thank
0: you. Thank Thanks. you for being courageous enough to share your story Thanks, with guys. us. Thanks, yeah. Thank you for trusting us. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks Amazing. for having me. Thanks, everybody.